morning morning family i hope you guys doing good doing well i'm blessed you're blessed your eyes are open we're breathing the lord's breath and i'm so grateful and i thank god for him i come to the masses right now expressing my thanks and my love for the lord and how i'm so grateful to be living oh my gosh guys i i'm thinking um Every, every morning when I wake up, oh my God, to make it. If the Lord allows me to make it, to see 40 in a couple more days, you know. I, when I say couple, it's not until my birthday's May 11th. <laughs> I'm excited and I've been thinking about it because I am going to be so happy if the Lord allows me to wake up that day and see. I have nothing to do. No. I have nobody to get to hang with, um, you know, no friends and everything to hang out with. Um, but it is going to be a blessing. <laughs> I've always had to live life like that. I've never had an extravagant birthday or ever had a, a birthday outside of just home, you know, in you know ever so or ever been anywhere i've never been anywhere guys it's crazy my own my own uh state louisiana i was talking to this lady and um she said she's going to new orleans and i said really we're both from louisiana then i said you know what i've never been to new orleans and she said and you're from louisiana yes I'm from Louisiana and never been to New Orleans. So there's that. Okay, you guys got me. But I've never been anywhere, really. Um, um, I, You know, I'm not going to say I've never been anywhere. I've been to a few, only a few local places. Um, well, yeah, locally. And hold on, guys. Okay, uh, sorry, guys. I have to catch you guys off for, for a little bit. Okay. Guys, you know what? Um, <laughs> we we are living in this. I'm just picking right up where I needed to be. Excuse me. Sorry, y'all. It's early. Um, listen, we we need to pick up another state of mind when it comes to our children. I'm going to say these things with sensitivity, but I always try to tame my tongue when it comes down to something that um, is, I think, a subject that it gets tainted and this subject that always... um, it's it's highly sensitive to a lot of people. But I'm going to quickly uh see if I can make you understand when it comes down to what um what I'm actually trying to say and how you look at the perspective. And this whole this this episode I want to venture about children and parents I know that I know I know I'm I'm going to try to go there but non-judgmental and out of love 
So, okay. Children and parents, listen. I've experienced a lot of a lot of um visual when it comes down to how different parents associate with their children and how children react to their parents. I've noticed um I've noticed the emotion that goes behind different ways to do things. Now, if a lot of people say, a lot of people ask, well, why would you be concerned about how I raise my child? Oh, yeah, of course, we we can say that, you know, we can say that, we can ask one that, but my concern is, I'm going to tell you what my concern is and how everyone else's concern should be, in my opinion. When another is concerned with your child and the emotion of your child, it is from the Holy Spirit whom speaks through that parent, that other parent, or that other that other individual who's helping in ringing up your child or seeing what needs to happen in the lives of that child through their eyes and through their spirit, through their soul. Because this is how I look at things. And I want, I want you parents to go out there and look at this the same. Because hopefully, <clears throat> when we all get it, then we'll know why you know, those who lived in, you know, communities where grandmas and grandmas and moms all looked out for everybody on the street, not just children, but teens and young adults and even other, um, other parents on the street. But we all look, looked out for each other. And me, I am one of those parents. And if I have to look out for another child, I'm going to look out for another child on on my road or wherever. Guys, didn't I tell y'all this thing does this every time I park when I'm on? <laughs> it's so crazy. So. Shut up. Forgive me. It's just trying to distract me. Okay, so um, guys. Everybody has the spirit of Christ. That Holy Spirit got left with us all. Do we not feel the Holy Spirit in another? If we're all part of one, one body, okay? We are all members of one body. Should we not look out for each other since we're all connected to one? And I want you to think about that when another, when one parent thinks another parent's out of line for looking out for your child or seeing a distant distance in your child the way they react or respond to the way that you are parenting or maybe the way that is not of God that is coming towards a child in the way that they need you know Children need love. Children need nurturing. Children need all those things the Lord blessed us women with. And he gave that to us to give to the child. Now, with that being said, this is going on. That was to our mothers because our mothers, in all respect, 
if you are not giving those things that God naturally gave to you to give to your child, I think maybe this is the time to start. Nurturing is one of the most important things. Peace is another thing that you give. Self-control is something that the Lord gave you. So in order to practice those things and not get out of line and not scream and not and not go bonkers. But to bring and approach a child in more of a nurturing sense, a more in, in approaching children in more of a, a more of a calm nature. God already gave that to you. So we reflect that back to our children so that way they can reflect that peace and that calm back to us and understand what we're saying. When we're in when we're in anger, when we are frustrated, when we give another side of what God gave us, if we give them a spirit of fear, anger, anything, a rebellion. Once, if we give them that, it's hard for us to work it out of them. So why would we approach our children in that sense? If we have a spirit of anger in us and we give that to our children and instill it in them and then expect for them to grow up as individuals with a peaceful mind and a peaceful spirit. Now, I'm not going to get on everybody, but I am going to speak with what the Holy Spirit gives with inside of me. So if you are convicted of this, it is not me. It is by the sword that you are convicted because the Holy Spirit speaks. And when the Holy Spirit speaks, he wants you to go to him to make it right so he can teach you how to be a guardian over the children that don't even belong to you. They were a reward to you to minister. And when they become adults, they are they are God's children. God is using their vessels for a purpose in the land. Yes, you are their guardian always because you were the one appointed to that child to bring up. But when all action in, in, in actuality, you are their guardian, their overseer, the person who directs and commends them to go the right way. And then when they go to the right way, they won't depart from it and they will continue to live the life that was raised by the Holy Spirit. In order to give back everything that God gave you to them and to give back to the Lord. Now, when you think you you are doing such a job by instilling fear and anxiousness, anxiety, all that into a child, then you're not doing what God has commanded you to do. Yes, do we have to be fierce? Yes, do we have to... Uh, spare the rod and spoil the child? Yes. But sparing the rod doesn't always mean to beat your child, hit them, um, correct them with strokes. Sparing the rod means giving them hard conversations that may bring them to tears about 
what they do and how wrong they are for doing that and what the action behind it is the negative action behind it and how you can can instill scriptures within speaking and guiding a child you can instill those scriptures into um our children to direct them at an early age because when you follow with hard instructions and then they do not do what you all kids are going are going to rebel at some point but even through rebellion they need to see the holy spirit work in you and then i always said like deep down in my mind in my heart there was always something that said if you believe in christ now this is just the what i'm hearing if you believe in christ our savior and know that he works a good work in us all once you bring up a child in the way that he should go giving them scriptures and giving them good guidance you can let go let go and let god do it god said you're training them up for me but i will direct their paths so why do we need to continuously instill what we think is right into a child out of anger and frustration thinking I'm going to scream at them and the more I scream and the more I holler and the more I fuss the more I do those things they're going to get right can I tell you something that doesn't make them right maybe when you discipline and you raise your voice a couple times to let a child know that you are serious about what you said. I understand that. Yeah. I mean, we have to do that at times. But then, in actuality, the spirit in that child responds to peace. The spirit in that child will want to see that reflected in you. So they see the Jesus in you. And that way, they respond in peace. And they will understand and they will be more acceptable to listening and doing what you ask when you come in peace. Now, I'm not going to never have I told anyone and I've seen different people respond to me and how I respond to my kids become because I'm more at peace with my children. And so my children reflect peace back at me. Sometimes my, my say my son, he gets a, he wants to get a little rowdy with me. He wants to try me. But more so than ever now, since the Lord has delivered me from how I used to respond until when he taught me the way to respond. Now when I respond back to my children, I can give them more love. And then when they get out of line, I stop it right there and I start calling on Jesus to deliver that spirit of anger and rebellion away from my child. And then I have to let go of the conversation. 
I completely stop the conversation, let go. I tell them the word of God while I'm speaking to my kids and bringing them back to where they need to be in their headspace. And then I feel the need to silence the conversation. I will not argue with a demon. I will not argue with whatever spirit that is using or trying to use my child to frustrate me and get me in another place. I will not do that. I have more power than that. God has given us more dominion than that to do, to argue with the spirit that wants to use our kids. In this day and time, the spirit these these spirits, these spirits that are not of God are using our children more than ever. And if we don't open our eyes as parents and realize this, we're not ever going to defeat what we were put here to defeat. You won't ever know your power or ever get that dominion that was that's promised to you. You have dominion over the earth. God told you that. So walk all over that evilness that comes out in different spurts in our lives through people, children, husband, all that. You see it displayed through different people, but you have dominion over that. We are not supposed to allow those things to overcome and take control and have power over us. Why should we? Why? I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's like more, it's more frustrating than ever sometimes to sit and know that the enemy is trying to distract me, you know, but he's not going to win. I still got you guys' attention through all the dings and bells and cars around me doing all this. You know, I'm outside right now, so I apologize. As long as you hear my word. I won't let the enemy distract what we have going right here. Now, what I want to do is I want to um, I want to read a few scriptures that hopefully will um, bring us to a point maybe of understanding about our children and how we need to connect and kind of go to this when we think about our children and who they are to us. We we need to we need to understand our children are a reward from God. God rewarded us that you did something right. You loved right. You did something, you obeyed. And God rewarded you with a child. Now, I heard yesterday someone say, "Why do I have children?" I regret that I have children. I wish I never had them in front of their child. They say these things in front of their child. I'm not calling anybody out because sometimes we all make mistakes out of fear, anxiety, and frustration. And it was only the spirit of fear that was that was using us in that time in order to speak things over our children that is is hard to take back. It's hard to take back. And once it's instilled, kids remember things forever. I am a living witness to it.
things that has happened in my life that hurt my feelings. It hurt me so bad. I said, I'll never, you know, and I was speaking out of anger when I said this as a child. I'll never come back to my mother and father's house. I don't want to come back. I don't want to visit my mom anymore. I don't even want to talk to them. When I get out of the house, they'll never see me again. I'm gone. I didn't want to go back to that place, but God delivered me from the pain there. So I can talk about it now because then I was hurt and did not know myself. I didn't know what I was saying. But to be forgiven by God, I can now honestly be at peace with it because my mind was in a bad place. as being a child and being and being an innocent vessel i didn't even know what i did wrong but out of the fear of others and the anxiety of parents and sometimes things sometimes things come out wrong sometimes words are not um put in the right place at the right time you know and kids when they're going through school they're going through a lot already there's now it's it's harder more than ever because they're in pandemic time and then they had to go through pandemic they were locked in rooms for the for the longest they saw parents fuss and fight like they've never done because kids have always been gone away and we've always been gone out and about and so being at home stuck at home for a year or two locked in kids have seen a lot in one year impacted so much trauma and then we go back and continue to instill trauma after they saw something that they've never had to grow up to see because you guys always hit it Parents had always hid their frustrations. They always hid what was deep down inside of them. And now it's not being hidden anymore. Everything is out there. So kids now are reacting and reflecting from what they saw. Oh, God. God be with the spirit of the children now. God do that. Now I'm going to I'm going to read to you from Psalms 127 in verse 3. To those who forget sometimes, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Do we not forget sometimes that children are a gift from God? When God gives good gifts, he asks no sorrow. God will give us good things he won't give you pain so the way you respond and react to those things you give yourself pain and you put the pain and inflict that pain upon yourself and how that child reacts you can instill a spirit in them to react a way that gives you pain so think about the way you react before you hear how your children are reacting Soon as my child starts reacting, I know that I've been in a good place with them. I understand that it's not me. It's something else frustrating 
the child something deep down the child is being neglected of and I've been figuring out in my own way I'm not perfect but like I said my child he my my son we both come together because I realize at times he gets frustrated I know it's something that he saw something that at home maybe impacted him and I have to figure out son what is it that we need to do together Maybe he's being neglected of male time and he needs it and maybe he craves it. And I give him mommy and son time and maybe that's just not good enough because my son doesn't want to go to Victoria's Secret and shop with me. Maybe my son doesn't want to go talk about hair with me. But we sit and try to have mom and son time. And then sometimes I know... They steal away for so long in the games and online. It can, I'm telling you, the internet can damage a child's brain. So, I'm not perfect. Like I said, I, I lack in that. I, I allow them to, you know, my son will sit on his phone all day or get in the game. And I am in another room worshiping and this and that. But I I have to work on that, pulling my child from the world and getting him instilled into what the Lord has for him. And I do it quite often. I make him get up, go to church. I make him. But, you know, then I had to think about my life also. I used to, they used to do it to me, make me get up and go to church. And we went to church all the time. So, I said, gosh, when I get older, I'm not going to church like this no more. So I'm not in the business of forcing them, but I am in the business of continuously speaking until I allow my son and my daughter to feel the spirit of the Lord. And I tell them how much the Lord wants him there. So they know what they need to feel inside, what their spirit needs to feel. And maybe he's still disconnecting. Sometimes we just don't know. Because the enemy works harder when you're working for the Lord. The enemy works harder on the people around you. And that's just how it will be. That's just how it is. <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, Proverbs 22 and 6 says direct your children onto the right path and when they are older they will not leave it now this is the new living translation translation translate translation translation that i've been speaking from that i've been reading from just so we can get a better understanding of what the word says even though yes i love reading the king james version i've gotten attracted to knowing how to get a revelation from King James now and now I'm not like it says in the book in a good book I'm not on milk anymore I am on solid food yay <laughs> I'm on solid food okay but those who are still on on milk it needs to be instructed this is how I want to approach you because maybe kids are listening and they need a better understanding of what the, the Bible says. So the Bible is a way of life. It is your instruction book of life. So go there to live. Okay. 
Ephesians 6 and 4 says, Fathers, do not, and mothers now, don't get it twisted. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. How does the Lord love us? That is how we should love our children. All guardians, all parents, everybody listening right now. If you're pregnant and you're about to have a children, a child, um, then this is instructions before you get that reward. The Lord is telling us and showing us how we should guide the reward he's giving us right here. Please do not provoke children. Children, when they get angry, they react to how they were treated. Just bring them up with discipline, meaning be straight, tell them what they need to do and instruct them like the instruction that comes from the Lord. That means be patient, be kind, do those things, be the fruit of the spirit that they don't see everywhere else so they can reflect the fruit of the spirit. Father, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Okay, um, I am let me see if I need to go into Deuteronomy for you. Now, there's specific passage in Deuteronomy that I would read to you, but uh, I'm just going to kind of go over. I'm going to go over just this one verse because I feel it needs to be said. Deuteronomy 11 and 1. You must love the Lord your God and always obey his requirements decrees regulations and commands I see 11 111 all the time and as much as I you know associate that when I see it with Hebrews 11 and 1 um, I don't I'm sorry Hebrews 1 and uh, 1 and 1 and 1 and 11 I always Go back to Deuteronomy 11. And this I've read before, but it wasn't instilled as much as it's, it's coming to me now. Because sometimes scriptures hit me different at different, different times. And it should be for you. So 11.1, it says, you must love the Lord your God and always obey his requirements, decrees, regulations, and commands. God is always giving us things and showing us a way to go and wanting us to be obedient. So once we do those things, we always get a blessing for the obedience that we um, that we give back to God. And verse two says, keep in mind that I am not talking. I am not talking now to your children who have never experienced the discipline of the Lord, your God. Or seen his greatness or 
his and his strong hand and powerful arm. Now, what they're saying here in this passage is the Lord is the Lord is saying that your children hasn't seen his powerful arm yet. The children hasn't seen what all God can do in their lives yet. They don't even have that revelation in their lives yet. So it's up to you to teach them how to be and how to live like the Lord and let them see what the Lord is doing in your life. And when they see how God is blessing you, then they will have that experience and they can be disciplined in the right way because they can say, I've seen this happen for my mom and I know that God did it. When kids can have a testimony to say, I seen God work in my mom's life. My mom told me God did this and I saw it happen before my eyes. Kids have seen and experienced God and what he can do. His powerful arm and strong hand. God, God's arm is not too short. Let me tell y'all this. He can bless anyone and give us any and everything we need. All we have to do is be obedient. And then when you know what you've done and how God has blessed you, then go to Deuteronomy 11 and 8 and you can read on the blessings of obedience. He's waiting to give us, to walk us into the land of milk and honey. But we have to pay attention to our children and bring them up in the way they should go so our children can walk into the land of milk and honey also. God is not a God of, he's not a God of, um, of, 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 um, lack. God is a God of abundance. And every day I think of that, I thank him because he has so much to give us so much every day, all day. So let's thank God for the reward that he has given us and be appreciative of the children that are in our lives for they are a reward. They love us so much. They want to learn from us. So if we're teaching them fear and anxiety, we won't get anywhere. And that's basically what we're all talking about here today, that our children are members of one body. Also, we need to bring them up so that as adults, they react like Jesus Christ and they become holy. Okay, I was got, you know, I was a little, I got cut off again. I apologize, but we were closing everything out, but I just wanted to come back and, and say to you guys, I love you. And I hope that you got a good word today. I hope that you hear this in another mindset, not in the minds, the judgmental mindset. I want you to get this into an, in, in another mindset. In the therapeutic mindset that the Lord has blessed you with in order to heal. I hope you feel this and know that the Lord is with you and he is going to guide you in raising your children. No matter where you are in raising your children and how you're raising your children. The Lord is going to be with you in the midst. and He's going to show you and he will direct your paths. I love you guys so much. Be the salt and light of the earth. Season well and... Remember me on my birthday, guys. I love you. <laughs> I love you guys. It's just going to be a blessing if the Lord allows for me to see. 
Um, I'm so grateful for my next breath right now, you know, so um, I can't even see that far ahead. So I'm just be grateful if I am blessed to see May 11. Okay, thank you guys. God bless you. Love you guys. Share this, please. If you all here, please share. Share this podcast and my last podcast was very good. Don't contaminate your water. Go in and listen and share, guys. Please share with as many people as you can. Um, these words that I speak um, are directly from the Holy Spirit, and the and He, I really want to move in a direction in order to touch. Um, each and every one of you, all the spirits out there, everybody listening to me, I want us to be better people, okay? To somebody that needs to hear it, give it to them. Somebody that don't need to hear it, but they still need a word, give it to them, okay? I love you guys. Be the salt and light. Have a great, great day. Bye-bye now.